Today's show is pre-recorded. Like a million bucks, bucks, things in its cups. Mm-hmm. Y'all tell me who could it be for Steve Harvey? Oh, yeah. Oh, You're listening to The Voice. Come on, dig me now. One and only Steve Harvey got a radio show. Well, nothing changes about that. Nothing changes about that. Man, I was just uh, getting ready to come on the air this morning. And I was just thinking, man, I was just having a reflective moment of just how really good God has been to me. I, I just, it's, 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 man, let me just say that again, how really good God has been to me. And here's the cold part, in spite of myself, you understand, in spite of all my shortcomings, in, in spite of all of my flaws, and in, 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 in spite of all of what anybody has said about me, <laughs> God, through his grace and mercy, just keeps me anyway. So many of us are exceptional people, but we refuse to just go ahead and be exceptional. We we settle for the ordinary. We follow the pack. We try to fit in. Man, oh man, oh man. You know, I've heard my wife say this to, to my children all the time when she's scolding them and talking to them. She'll be talking to them about leadership. You know, why are you following everybody when God clearly made you to lead? So many of us are born and so many of you are born to be exceptional people, but we always trying to follow the pack. Why would you try to fit in? Why would you try to be uh, like everybody else? Be ordinary. Why would you follow the pack? 
when God has created you to be exceptional. The, the key word in exceptional is accept. You ever, you ever done this right here? You, you know, everybody did that except me. Everybody felt that way except me. Everybody said that except me. Everybody want, wanted that except me. Everybody went over there except me. Everybody jumped in except me. Except me. See, why have you said that in your life if you were not to be exceptional? See, you got to say everybody except me. At one point in your time, I don't know who ain't done it. You know, everybody wanted, everybody voted no except me. See, so you're not, you're not created to follow the pack. You ain't created to fit in. You ain't created to, uh, you know, to be ordinary. You were created to be exceptional. As exceptional as your fingerprint on your finger is, you were created to be exceptional. Why not make this the year that you go ahead on and be exceptional? Why won't this be the year that you decide in your mind, but just has to be a decision that we make now, we're not following the pack no more. We're not trying to fit in no more. We ain't settling for ordinary no more. We're going to be exceptional. But, you know, you got, you got to go ahead and follow that. You got to get on the exceptional path because that's what you were created for. Why be ordinary? You know, but all of this, this comes, it has to start with a thought. You got to first think something. Thoughts become things. A man is as he thinketh. That's all you will ever be. So what are your thoughts today? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of ordinary thoughts? Why not have exceptional thoughts instead of fitting in thoughts? So why you want to be like everybody else? Why you want to be ordinary when you could possibly be extraordinary with a change of your mind, a change of your venue? And you don't have to be any other kind of way just because my mama was this way or my daddy was this way or this the school I went to, this what race I belong to, this my sexual preference, this my this, this my that. Well, well how many, how many, how many excuses you need? How many, how many excuses? What 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 you what's it gonna be this year? That we let another 365 days slip by without improving our condition, our place, our spot, our life, the quality of life we have. We cannot afford to keep letting all these years go by without changing. You're an exceptional person. How many times have you set up and said, everybody did that except me? You know, I was the only, everybody jumped in except me. I told them, I knew it. Everybody voted for that except me. And now look at them. Man, it seemed like everybody went that way except me. Okay, do you get it? Do, do, do you understand what's being said to you? That old accept me is because couldn't it be because you're an exceptional person and it's time for you to take control of that? It's time for you to start thinking different? It's time for you to start acting on what you think? It's time for you to start doing something about it? It's time for you to stop taking each and every day that God gives us for granted and letting them go by the wayside like you got plenty more. Well, you may have plenty more, but guess what? What you wasting the ones you got for? I got you young and you and you feel like you're going to live forever. Yeah, okay, cool. 
But let me ask you something. See, here, 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 here go the part about suppose you do live. See, see, everybody worrying about dying, but I got news for you. Suppose you keep on living. You want to keep living in the condition you in now? You want to keep living with the money you got now? You want to keep living with the relationship you got now? You want to keep living by yourself like you are now? You want to keep wanting the right relationship, the right man, the right woman, but you keep getting the wrong one? You want to keep doing that for the rest of your life? Problem ain't dying. This problem is if you keep on living. Who wants to keep on living just the way they are right now? And if you can say, I'm cool with I am just the way I am right now, then cool. This conversation ain't for you. I ain't got no problem with that. You know, you know what I'm saying? Greatness ain't for everybody. Being exceptional ain't for everybody. Becoming extraordinary ain't for everybody. Heck, becoming successful ain't for everybody. I got it. And you can come up with a way to justify your non-existence and your ordinary life all you want. And that's fine and dandy. I ain't got no problem with it because some people just going to be regular. Some people just going to follow the pack, follow the crowd. Some people just wants to fit in. But if you're not that person, if you want to be extraordinary, if you want to be exceptional, if you want to be, if you want to dare to be great at something, then you got to change your mindset. You got to get with your creator and find out what he created you for. You got to quit thinking of things just in your own thought process. You know, lean not to your own understanding. I don't know where that is, but it's in there somewhere. See, and once you lean, if if, if you lean to your own understanding, you know what it's going to do? It's going to limit you, man. It's going to limit you. Why not see what God got for you? I would rather know what God got for me than to think of all the things I could because I can't outthink him. I didn't tried it before. All right, it's just the beginning. We're going to have a good one, man. Let's go. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, uh, circus performers, athletes, talk show hosts, social media influencers, inmates, faith-based people, pastors, choir members, Mm. strippers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and uh, former drug dealers. Yes. Okay. May I have your undivided attention? <laughs> this is the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's a different altar call. Yeah. <laughs> Man. Yeah. yeah, that oh, wasn't yeah. an altar call. That was just a call. That was just yeah. a call. Okay. That was just shout out. That was just shout out. Yeah, that's all that was. Wow. Shirley Strawberry. Hey, good morning, Steve. I love it. I love it. Call it for real. Good morning, Steve. What's up, crew? Uh, the most promising young up-and-coming comedian that I know, Junior. Morning, Unc. My mentor, man. How you feeling? Ladies and gentlemen, King of Pranks, nephew Tommy. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Top of the morning, baby. Thursday it is, Uncle Steve. It's Thursday. Yeah. It is. I don't know. I just did it. Okay, I, I thought something was happening. No, I wasn't nothing with it. No, I wasn't nothing with it. Ain't no. That ain't the opening to no song or nothing. I just was, you know, just sang it to my damn self. Forgot I was on the radio. Really? You know what I'm saying? I really. That we just seriously, I just, it just happened. I just started singing and went, hey, 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 fool, you on the radio. <laughs> Hey, Steve, you what know. Else are you having fun at your job? Yeah. Your job. That's cool. You know yeah. what I, I was going to ask you? Remember the other day, a couple of days ago, we got really deep uh, one morning when we opened the show and talked about our regrets and stuff? Oh, yeah, we're doing it again, yeah. are we? Well, 
No, no. Come on. No, we're not doing that again. Tell me you can't handle it. We're not not doing that again, Steve. I just wanted to, I just thought about something that I didn't regret in my life. You know, because you you do have regrets. But one thing I do not regret, and that's, well, I mean, should I say it? Go ahead. I, I was just thinking it to myself. But anyway, one thing I don't regret is cutting off my sixth finger. Because, you know, I had an extra finger on each hand. Yeah. I got that cut off. Yeah. I got them cut off. It was mostly so for I'm the glad. men you was kissing because that extra finger <laughs> on the back. I don't regret. I don't regret doing that. I just wanted to Because I tell you right now, if you shake my hand, I'm going to snatch back. <laughs> and that's what was happening when I was yeah. little. Nobody wanted to <laughs> hold my hand. Well, Nobody wanted to hold my hand. I don't want to shake your hand now since I know Shut up. You can't even tell. If I shake your hand now, I'm going to try to feel around because I'm probably a nub over there. It's like where it used to start at. Man, I don't yeah. want to see that. There's got to be at least a little shiny spot. How <laughs> many toes you got? Eight? Mm-mm. Just, yeah. Oh, so that's my... That's my. Did they charge you extra for when you got your nail? No, they didn't. <laughs> yeah, they didn't did. have a nail. <laughs> they didn't have a nail. It was just about that. I'm just. Most glad. people only got four toes because the baby toe don't count. It's just tucked off in there. Yeah, but if you lose it, you will fall. Okay. Yeah, I'm just you need a balance. Yeah. We talking about toes? Yeah, we talking Carla. About toes right now. <laughs> yeah. Don't How'd do you... it. <laughs> I forgot. Carla broke her toe. All right, coming up at 32. I got a partner that ain't got. Got a big toe and he wears sandals. Mm. <laughs> oh, has a sandal holding on. He gotta stay leaning forward. That ain't a flip. That's just a flop. All right, we gotta go. Coming up at 32 after the hour. Ask the CLO right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it is time now for Steve's favorite segment. It's called Ask the CLO, the Chief Love Officer. This one is from Lynn in Maryland. She says. I've been married for 10 years, and I thought I had a good marriage until I got into an argument over a game of Uno with my sister-in-law. I beat her three times in a row, and she got mad and went off on me. That's that draw four. That's that draw four. That's all it is. (laughs) I know it is. And too many reversing skips. Right after you said Uno. Right. Go ahead, (laughs) Okay, her sister went off on her. She told me my husband does not like my natural short hair. My cooking is terrible, and my sex is boring him to death. My husband didn't say a word. Here we are a week later, and I'm still not speaking to him. He hasn't even apologized. Is it safe to assume he told his sister this stuff about me? Hell yeah. Hell yeah, he said it. You can't cook, you got short hair, and your sex is dry. He said it. He said it. He told us that to his sister. Uh, all this, all this, because she said Uno, and you pulled out draw four. <laughs> she pulled about 50 cards. Mm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But he could have uh, at least apologized something, tried no, to make see, it better. He cannot, <laughs> listen to me, he cannot say, I was just, look, I was just with my sister, and we was talking. Because you can't tell a woman you was talking to her about another woman. Yeah. yeah. She don't care who the woman is. Right. You got short hair, she don't, he don't like your short hair. He don't like you cooking, and he don't like you loving. That's God. everything. Yeah, that's pretty much everything. When did you get all that information? I'd have four. I know. <laughs> all right, this one is from- He don't like the way you look, cook in the bed, or out or the bed. out of the bed, that's yeah. <laughs> Those are three very uh, important things. Right. That's so, everything. <laughs> and if Two out of three ain't bad over here. 
All right, Corinne in Southfield, Michigan says, I'm a 42-year-old woman, and I was checking the texts on my man's phone yesterday. Yes, he allows me to check his phone whenever I want to. I came across a text message about child support for a 17-year-old daughter. I asked him about it, and he admitted that he has another child, and he didn't tell me about her because it might run me off. He has a total of five children that I know of. Should I even be planning a future with a man that hides children and doesn't pay all of his child support? That's a good one, Steve. Well, wait a minute. You saw a text about child support. He could be behind. He got by. You know, he could be behind. He didn't tell you about the child because he didn't want to run you off. He thought the foe was... Max. <laughs> you know, two heads. There's a limit. <laughs> yeah. Five. Now you think about not marrying him. You know what I'm saying? He was right. <laughs> you know, but I think you have to stop. The fact of the matter is he has been paying child support. He might be in the rears a little bit. That don't make him a horrible person. Could have just got a little sidetracked on something, but he's trying to do right and take care of the child. He didn't tell you about him, but how long have y'all been dating? How long they say they've been married or dating? Did it say in the question? Uh, no, it doesn't say. say. She phone. just, yeah, she's planning. Yeah, you know, you check your man's phone. You yeah. find out. You find out he got some text in there. You find out about another baby, seventeen years old. <gasps> what you gonna do? He's seven. Baby, seventeen. <laughs> baby, ain't seven. Child, child support almost over with. Yeah, are yeah. you ride this one? I got about another year, unless he in the ribs. <laughs> Good point. But I, she, yeah. her point is that he was lying. Yeah. Well, he didn't lie. He didn't tell you about it. Same thing. Same no, that's not. Uh, that's not the same. The same thing. Thing. It is not the same thing. It is not the same thing. It is. It is the same thing. Junior, is that the same thing? Hell no. Tommy, is that the same thing? That is not you the same. Steve, is that too? the same thing? Absolutely not. Whatever it is. Withholding information the, is different from lying. That's the, the sin of omission. Uh-uh. It's three against y'all. two. We win. Uh-uh. Omission? Yes. Oh, lying is different from omitting. Uh, yes. Steve, he lied. If he told her he had four kids and he got five, yeah. he lied. Period. No, okay, Shirley, ask me a question. Watch this. Just ask oh, me a question. Oh, here we go. Is that a red shirt you have on there, Steve? No. What do you mean, no? Clearly, it's red. You you just lied to me. No, I didn't. Yes, this you shirt, did. This shirt is red and black. <laughs> oh. I knew it's you were going to say that. I knew you were going to say yeah. that because you got yeah. writing on the side in black. Yeah, see, you can't. Right, next... What you talking about? No. Uh-huh. You know, you, you looking at the wrong side of it. <laughs> oh, whatever. <laughs> right like right in there is mostly black. Is black. <laughs> All right, next back. question, Shirley. Hill in Missouri says, I'm a 34-year-old man engaged to a beautiful 43-year-old woman. Before we met... She was in a relationship with a man for 13 years, and her ex-boyfriend got sick last year, and she was overly concerned with his health. He's much better now, but she calls to check on him and has offered to take him food. I feel like she's doing too much, and this dude is taking advantage of it. I told her that I want her to stop talking to him, and she said that I am being too controlling and making her have second thoughts about marrying me. Am I wrong? Well, you know, man, if she was with a man for 13 years and he got really sick, when you break up with a person, it doesn't mean you don't, you know, they, she may not be in love, but she wants love to man. And she's just caring for him a little bit. Now, I know that's hard on you because you younger, she older. But, you know, sometimes it's like that. But, you know, he, she just seeing about him. The man's sick. You know, he could almost could have got out. He might have corona. You know. <laughs> you don't never know. Oh, yeah. my God. 
All right, you gotta flip some, that. You got to get some soup over there and a mask. You got to get them to some hand sanitizer. Flip that if the situation were reversed. What? If he was the one going to his ex. Oh, she'd have a heart attack. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So I understand. Mm-hmm. I understand his his doing the most, and the dude probably is taking advantage of her. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But now it's do you trust her? Right. Uh-oh. See, in some of these relationships, you're going to have to put your big boy pants on. Good advice. Very but good advice. But when it comes to exes, I ain't got no big pants or whatever. <laughs> Coming up uh, <laughs> next, it is the nephew to run that prank I back. I got on a pair of tidy whiteys. That's all I'm going to Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right now, the nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. Run that prank back. What you got, Neff? Chopper's funeral at the club. Chopper's mm. funeral at the club. Let's go. Let's let's go on on send Chopper home the right way at the club. Come on, cat dog. Hello. Uh, yeah, I'm trying to reach uh James James James. Yeah, yeah. What's up? Hey, this this is uh Gerald. Uh, I I was a friend of uh uh your your friend Chopper. Yeah, yeah, huh? And Chopper just uh passed away last week, right? Yeah, he did. Uh, I know they supposed to have a funeral and stuff over at uh at Mount. Baptist Church, and uh, I, I don't really know you, but me, me and me and Chopper and a bunch of the rest of us, man, we used to hang out at the club not too far from the house. You know, that's pretty much where yeah. Chopper was all the time at the, uh-huh. at the club. Yeah. Anyway, what bunch of us was over at the club talking, man, and I was, we was really wanting to reach out to one of the family members, you know, and then somebody said you was, you know, kind of a good friend of his, uh-huh. and well, we 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 decided to call you and see if you didn't mind. Do you think that you can talk to uh, some of the family members and see if they don't mind having the funeral at the club? At the club. Let me let me try to explain something to you, uh, Jane. Is what we're trying to do is see. We believe well, that we believe. Well, you, you said at the club. Come on, the club. There's a funeral. What? And I understand it, but see, see, Chopper. Chopper ain't really go to church a whole lot. You know what I'm saying? He ain't really, really go as long as I've been knowing him. Now, he loved the Lord and stuff like that. Yeah, well, but these are church-going folks. They no, want a funeral. But I understand. But see, Chopper wouldn't. Chopper wouldn't. Chopper went to the club. So what I'm asking you is, let's have a funeral at the club. Hell no, bro. Come on. We can't have no funeral at no club, man. Come on. Well, what I'm saying is, though, is that he wasn't really no church going person i believe that a person ought to be uh the last words ought to be said over him in a place he's more familiar with you know what i'm saying player player no i, I don't i don't know what you mean player no this this gotta be a funeral this 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 is church for i go to church and all my folks go to church no we we, we gotta do this thing up in church this, this is a church thing but you don't feel but do you understand where i'm coming from no that man ought to go on and, and the last words ought to be in a place he more familiar with. Now, if he went to church, then I understand that. You see no, what I'm saying? No, bro. Hell no, no. See, it's, it's his chance to get himself right. We're going we gonna to have him up in church in, in front of everybody. You know, that don't make sense. Who's this again? I mean, who are you? My, my name's Gerald. But, but who is Gerald? I mean, how do you, how do you relate to this? Are you a preacher or are you? No, no, where no. are you? No, 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 no. I'm I'm I was friends with Chopper, and see, I hung out at the club and still hang out there with um a whole bunch of you know was real good friends with Chopper, and we were saying that you know 
Chopper's the last words about Chopper ought to be said at the club because see that's what Chopper was. But five six days a week, that's what Chopper was. Yeah, but what church are you affiliated with? I mean, what? what why the hell would I, I? I I try to talk to the family, make me look stupid in front of the family, telling them to put the thing in a club. How the f- that gonna go off? Well, well, see, see, that's what I'm saying. You know them way more than we do because yeah, see, but they you talking about trying to move from a damn funeral at a church to a damn nightclub or a strip club or something. No, not no strip club, just a nightclub. Well, it's the same thing, ain't it? I mean, you talking about having folks travel from across the country and meeting in the damn club. What kind of that? But that's and what Chopper was. That's what Chopper was. How I'm going to look if I'm the one telling them to move this to the damn club? You're going to look like somebody that's trying to... I'm going to look like a Food. No, you're not. You're going to look like somebody that's trying to keep it real. I can't even come to the damn funeral if I was to do some like that. Okay, okay, let me ask you this here then, uh, Jane. Do you think you can uh, maybe get the body and bring it over to the club? No, hell no. Well, I'm just saying before they even do the funeral or whatever. Oh, you... hell no. I ain't touching I'm scared to walk in the dog by myself. What the I'm going to touch the body for? Hell no. We're just trying to say our last words at Chopper Man in a place that Chopper well, most. No, hell Again, who the f are you? How the f you get my number? They, the, somebody at the club had your number said you was friends. Why the f y'all call me, of all folk? Because why the f y'all call me? They say you good, you in with the family and you can I talk. I am in with the family, but I ain't in in the family make, make me look stupid. Hell no. Won't y'all, I give y'all the number to the family. Y'all call the family. Y'all tell them that yourself man i want i just want trying to get you to bring the body by man and let us no i ain't touching no dead body we just want to have one last drink with chopper well, man you have one with your boys and you you, you get together with them and, and y'all talk about about him and, 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 and let him know how chopper was what kind of person he was what kind of person he but we need now. to we want chopper to be there this chopper this is chopper you talking about man y'all this, bring y'all to the church y'all need to be up in the church we want to have Chopper at the club where we man, know. Come on, man, y'all full of. Well, we y'all know. Ain't gonna my up and have my looking like a fool at a damn funeral. But, but that's about Chopper though. And damn right it's about Chopper. You bring Chopper to that club. Y'all tripping, man? I ain't doing. I'm just going to this funeral. I'm gonna tell the family what I think about Chopper, and I'm moving on. If y'all want to act crazy in front of the family, y'all call the family y'allself and do that. Look, I got one more thing I want to say. This is nephew Tommy from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. You just got pranked by your boy. (laughs) This nephew Tommy, man, from the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Your boy told me to prank you. Man, y'all full of. I just know y'all ain't did this. James, this is nephew Tommy, man. No, 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 player. Oh, oh, man, I can't believe this. No, he didn't. I can't even believe he did that. Hey, man, oh. I got one more thing to ask you, man. Oh, what man. is the baddest radio show in the land? The Steve Harvey Morning Show. <laughs> <laughs> he went off at the end. He went uh, off at the end. What was that last three beeps right there? Can y'all, can y'all feel that in? Uh, <laughs> man. Yeah, I know what that was. <laughs> Blank. Blank you. <laughs> And yeah. Chopper, too. Sound like he was cussing Chopper, <laughs> too, man. Play <laughs> uh, too much, Chopper. That was crazy. That to the club. Yeah. <laughs>
<laughs> well, that's what oh, Chopper more familiar with. Chopper, yeah, all, Chopper right. spent all his time at the club. Oh, Chopper wow. wasn't at the church. church. Right. You know, right. people want to be buried where they're familiar with. That's something yeah. they've been around. All that stuff. What? 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 I'm with you. People might not be having funerals at the club, but they damn sure having the repast at the club. I've had a bunch of them at my club. <laughs> really? A lot oh, of them. Oh, a lot of A lot of them, Shirley. I'm telling you. Really? Sometimes you can't find a place to put a whole family before COVID. I'm the people that, can we rent the club? And then they put a big picture on stage mm. and they dance and have, yeah, they, man. Yeah. It's, hey, a hey, Jay, you know it's a celebration. You know that. It's a celebration, right, right. Celebration right. of life, yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, more of this crazy, ignorant show, <laughs> Steve Harvey Morning Show, right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, everybody, it's your truly James around for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. If you're looking for a treat for the holidays, nothing sets you right like some of my delicious Delicious, I mean delicious nuts. Go to hotterthanamofo.com to order my spicy, spicy, spicy hot nuts. Hotterthanamofo.com and order some hot sauce while you're there. Hotterthanamofo.com for all your hot sauce needs. Watch out there now. Thanks for watching me on Assisted Living, and that's it. I'm going to just play this for you, short version of it. This is my reaction. Listening to Shirley Murdoch's As We Lay. This is the reason I'm ticked off, because this happened to me in the 80s. I was at a girl's house all night long, and I don't know why Shirley thought it was necessary to write a damn song about (laughs) such a bad memory for a guy. (laughs) That's so cute. I can't wait. 800 missed calls, I'm saying. Okay, here we go. Gone our separate ways. I'm up snoring. We just supposed to have a lovely few hours for the whole night. <laughs> you got some love too, didn't you? We forgot about all the pain we caused. I forgot, but you knew I was late. Snoring, you can't sleep when I'm snoring like this. Leg hanging all up on the floor. Oh, Jesus. Mm, my. Hey, man, 
price we had to pay. Now I'm up in this daylight. I can't find my drawers. They down. <laughs> my shoe in the kitchen. Wow. I don't know where my tie Jacket turned inside out. <laughs> I'm trying to get to this car. What is you singing about my wife for? <laughs> you know I had a wife. I don't want to hurt her. What you think this finna do? <laughs> she ain't finna understand. You damn right she ain't finna understand. You know it's crazy how far I'm mad too. No, Shirley, you, oh, you wrong. I can't stand that bell right there. As we slept, Dean, what is the bell going off for now? That was the bell at 1.30. You forgot about uh, your funky ass. <laughs> you know I'm funky. Counted up the cost. You ain't got to deal with the cost. I'm the only one got to drive over here and explain it to this nutty helper. Like Tommy said, 800 missed phone calls on my phone. 79 texts. All of them from her. You better be dead. Cool, I'm driving home trying to think of what I'm finna say. <laughs> what you gonna I done say? bust Thank my mouth Steve. on the steering yeah, wheel. I'm thinking. Classic. <laughs> what is the Classic. Where was the bell at 1.30? You mad at her, though. Damn, you damn right I'm mad at her. Sitting up here looking at me, yeah. talking about that's the sunlight cross your face. You know, ain't supposed to be no light on me. <laughs> but that was a wild moonlight. night, though. Your jacket was <laughs> inside <laughs> out. Move, put, I need to find put, my jacket. Put time. hanging off on head. <laughs> shoe downstairs in the kitchen. Yeah. What were y'all oh, doing? I went home. I ain't got no shirt. I just got a towel. <laughs> I couldn't even find <laughs> <I> the <am laughs> shirt. No, you got to go home and face your wife. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Wait, I never counted alone. up the cost. You know, you ain't got to go here and deal with this crazy <laughs> I know how yeah. much it's going to cost. It's over. You walking out with no drawers oh, on. It's definitely over with, man. You can't explain yeah. that. Sad no Peace way. University, mm-hmm. boy. That's Why is your drawers off? See what happened. Well, uh-uh. No, no Jay, I'm no. not taking the pants off no. if I ain't got no drawers on. Them pants going to stay on all <laughs> night. But well, where are they, though? <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't wear none. <laughs> how did you misplace them over there? What were you guys doing? I was doing? in the toilet at yeah. the airport. <laughs> And oh. I didn't make it. Which you know they say. Hell. <laughs> and I had a little accident in them, so I just left them in there. Because <laughs> I was the like the airport. Like Stop your lying. It's time to get out of here. No, as, we as we lie. As we yeah. lie. As we lie. As we lie. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you, sir, said you don't like watching your beautiful grandkids. And they are beautiful. They are. And why? What is that about, Steve? I don't like watching them. (laughs) What is that about? I don't have a lot of time. (laughs) Sitting up in here, I always got to tell them something. Boy, get down off of there. (laughs) Stop pulling her hair. Why y'all arguing? Papa Rose won't let me. Well, your baby don't need to. (laughs) Sitting up in here. Boy, I don't like Peppa Pig, ugly ass cartoon. Damn looking pig sitting up in here. Papa, let's watch Peppa Pig. Papa don't like Peppa Pig. You understand? 
Papa like watching Sports Center and CNN and Netflix. That's what I'm going to watch. Papa, I want a drink of that. You can't drink, McCallum. And don't ask me no damn more. Where is Marjorie? That's why they be having me watching that Papa. We want a bedtime story. Your Papa don't know no damn. Yes, you do. You know a fairy tale. I don't know. You're the greatest storyteller I know. But they don't be. They ain't none that kids supposed to hear. Do do they lead the kids with you? Like like lead the house and just just yeah. You know they'll go to no booze or something. They know I don't want to go there and they'll watch. Okay, watch your kids. So I done put them in the movie theater room. I got uh-huh. the big screen on. I got cartoons. Yeah. I mean, little movies, you know, The Incredibles and uh-huh. all this here. Uh-huh. They want to talk and ask questions all like through the damn movie. Steve. Yeah. So I leave them in there, and then they'll come in here, Papa, Emily dying. Who is Emily? <laughs> you don't know none of these people. Dog, I don't know none of these people right here. I don't like none of them. And then my Please. kids mad because I done bought all of them iPads and stuff. <laughs> Dad, we don't want our children raised on iPad. Quit dropping them off over here. <laughs> what they need an iPad for? They need somebody to talk to other than me. And Steve, aren't your kids, aren't your grandkids vegan or something? Aren't there parents? Two of them vegan. That's uh-huh. another thing. What? Coming in here. Carly left uh, BJ with me one time. Uh, that's healthy, uh-huh. though. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, well, he came in my office. I was eating some ribs. And so <laughs> I gave ribs. him, you know, and he was just overjoyed. He was biting into the, His eyes got big. He kept looking at this it. Then he, good. then he eat it a little bit more. Then he look at it. Then he eat a little bit more. Carly came in here. Daddy, what did you give him? I said, eating the ribs. He don't eat meat. I said, yes, he do. <laughs> he eating it right now. Oh, God. Dad, we don't it. do that at our house. You ain't at your house. <laughs> Quit coming in here asking me, man. <laughs> babysit. Raise these kids. Watch these kids. I watch these kids like I want to. <laughs> How long they been in the water? They, until they look like prunes. <laughs> All right, we'll be back with more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, it is time for Comedy Roulette. Jay, you want to explain it real quick? It's very simple. Mm -hmm. It's very simple. Our comedy ability gets tested every week. Tell you Mm -hmm. what you do. Give us five subjects. Put them on a wheel. Spin the wheel. When the wheel stops, we'll do the damn thing. And we'll do it fast. <laughs> All right, here we go. I got the categories. All right, first one. I think this eggnog has gone bad. That's a good one. Uh, uh-huh. Good. That's good. I like that, that one. That's, 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 that's oh, you don't like that one? one? All right. No. Now, that's a thin-ass Santa. <laughs> <laughs> Next one. Ho, ho, ho. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I know three. I, I mean, yeah. People don't decorate like they used to. And there's yeah. nothing under the tree. Let's go spin the wheel, Crystal. What you think is on stock? I don't care. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Oh, which one? Ho, ho, ho. All right, people don't decorate like they used to. Uh-oh. There you go, fellas. People don't. People okay. don't. They don't decorate. Decorate? Like people used to go all out back in the day. Remember them uh-huh. big, hot-ass light bulbs they used to put on the tree? Them big ones. <laughs> yeah. Them big 60 waters. Man, yeah. some you, wanna, you, you didn't have to use heat during the wintertime. Just light yeah. up your tree and your, 
Your whole living room was yeah. heated, man. Yeah. They don't go all out like they that. They don't no go all out like they used yeah. Each one of them you know, lights, each one of them lights look like a tablespoon. <laughs> I remember yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that Life's was that light. Huge. I'll tell you why they don't decorate like they used to. You know, you go to the neighborhood uh-huh. and all the houses be lit up, <laughs> yeah. get stuff all in the yard. Who is the lazy person that just lit a bush? Who did that? <laughs> they just put lights on they bush. They didn't lay them on it. They, they threw them on there. Ain't no padding to them. Then they go right back in the house. Like, we're supposed to clap for this. <laughs> you mad at them, Junior? Uh, what you got? What you got? I remember <laughs> when you used to actually get your tree flocked. Remember that? Yes. Yeah. Yes. When they take Damn. the white stuff and spray it on yeah. your tree, you took the time to wait to get your tree flocked. Now they yeah. just put a raggedy green tree in the living room, and that's it. Just put sitting there. Just sitting they don't care. They I don't care the white like flock tree. What happened to them little bitty wreaths that they used to hang in the window with the one candle in the man. middle of the room? Oh, man. But it was electric, and it flickered. And it flickered, yeah. What yeah. asset? Yeah. I missed it. We had them in all three of our windows. Yeah. You got an activity scene in your living room, but none of the wise men's got hands because it done broke off. But you don't care. They're all sitting on camels. But ain't none of the wise men got, the they got no hands. The hands fell off. I tell you what. You ever walked in somebody's house for Christmas, you going over there, and you look over there at the Christmas tree, and you can see the metal pole in the middle. Why? Boy. Why y'all didn't put all the pieces on the damn tree? We we sitting here looking. I can see the tree is so dry. So, he got he got no water. No, what is going on here? With this trifling Christmas tree. This trifling Christmas tree. All the little bristles that fell on the ground. You Sorry, ain't putting no water in the tree. The lights is weighing down branches. What? Well, them silver sickles. Oh, oh, the yeah. tinsels. Little tinsels we used to throw all over the yeah, tree and make yeah, it hang. Yeah. And that at the flat. end, you take them out one at a time and put them back in the box. You yeah. Yeah. <laughs> save it for next year. Save Hell it, yeah. Save it. Last one. People don't decorate. Remember like the nativity scene that used to get put outside in the yard? Yes. Yeah. But nice. every time you pass by a hood nativity scene, you had to explain it to the kids because items was always missing. What was the explanation, Steve? First of all, the wise men walked because we didn't have the money for the camels. Secondly, we couldn't use a baby Jesus this year because Belinda wanted a Cabbage Patch doll, so that's in the box for her. Mother Mary and Joseph is two mm. pictures of Deacon Patterson and yeah. Sister Porter. You stupid. They <laughs> got pictures in the yard. Or pictures in Herb. Patterson and Porter. Uh, all right, people, don't decorate like they used to. Good job. And ain't no hay in the manger. It's just look like burlap sacks <laughs> laid out. Oh, no, we didn't have money for the hay. Prank call coming up next. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Coming up at the top of the hour, right about four minutes after, it's today's Strawberry Letter. The subject, I left in the middle of the night. That's mm. the subject. But right now, nephew in the building with today's prank phone call. What you got for us, Neff? How much money do we have in the account? Oh. Pastor. <laughs> Watch it now. It came, it came in three sentences. I broke it up now. How yeah. much money? 
Do we have any account? Pastor. Pastor, right? Pastor. How much money do we have in the account? Let's go, Cat. Hello? Hello, I'm trying to reach uh Pastor Hayes. Um, this is he. Pastor Hayes, how you doing? This is this is Brother Lonnie, Lonnie Thompson. How you doing? I'm I'm good, brother. I, and how can I help you today? Pastor, I'm actually one of your members at the church, and I want to just commend you that you're doing a good job the way you um, are displaying uh, safety. Let me say that first and foremost. Okay, cool. Thank you. You know, we just want everybody to be safe and, and healthy. And, and your name again? Brother Lonnie Thompson. Okay, and, and, and Brother Thompson, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of about to be in the middle of dinner. How can I help you, brother? Well, here, here's what I wanted to ask you, man. Uh, Pastor, I want to ask you this. I, I know you know a lot of people are going through different things, and 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 uh, people are, you know, trying to make sure they keep food and stuff in the house because it's, you know, time like this, you know, you kind of want to stay put, and and but you want to make sure you got enough food and water and things like that. So, but 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 what I wanted, my reason for calling you is, I wanted to ask you how uh how, how much money do we have in the account? Come again? The church account. How much money do we have in there? What do you say your name was again, brother? My name is uh, uh, Brother Lonnie Thompson. Okay, Brother Thompson, how did you get my personal cell phone number to be calling me at home this time of day? Well, I got this number from one of the brothers at the church. What, what, what brother at the church? Because they know not to give my personal number out to to people I don't know. Are you? A well, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, but I'm a, but I'm a member though. I'm a member. Okay. Well, how, how long you been a member? Because I've been pastor this church for ten years, and I, your name ain't familiar to me. How long? How long you been a member at my church? I've been a member probably going on going on three years now, but I ain't I ain't been since you know since that day I joined. I you know I you know I kind of got caught out there. You know how I go, but uh wait but yeah. wait 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 wait. So you you been a member of my church two or three years. You ain't been to the church in two to three years, and you calling me to ask me about finances of my church? I, well, I I'm understand a, what you're looking for. Well, I am a member, so I mean, I do have to. Don't I have the right to know what we got in the what we got in the account? No, actually, you don't. You don't have the right to that question if you don't actively come to the church. You can't come to the church, sign up for church, and then call me three years later asking me what we got going on at church. So I need to understand what is your purpose. What What do you? Well, well, like I say, everybody going through hard times. I'm trying to see what we got in there. Because you know, I, I need to pick up a few things from the store. I don't have the money right now, but sh- shouldn't I be able to lean on my church though? You can lean on it. We we've done a lot of stuff in the community. We've been feeding the elderly. We got a food bank. We've been cash apping people some money that when we can. But you ain't been at this church in three years. You can't call me after three years and think I'm about to give you some money for some. I don't even know if you're a real member. I am a real. I'm a real member. So hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, Pastor. Hold on. No, no, hold no. On. Hold on. No, no, no. You hold on. Boy, boy, look here. I'm trying to sit down and have dinner with my family. You sitting here on my last nerve. Look here, Brother Thompson. I don't know you. I ain't never heard of you. You am not about to call here and try to get some money out of me. And you ain't even a member of the church. You can't I am a member of the church. Because you come to the church one time. You ain't been back in three years. And you come to me for some money. I, I, I am a member. You, you are not a member of this church, sir. You I am a member of the church. Look, look, look. Let me Mr. tell you Tom, something. Tom, I know Tom, this Tom, ain't Tom, no. No, no, I, no, Mr. Thomas. Let me tell you what. You can't join my church 
two or three years ago and call me three years later, get my number from somebody and ask me for money because you're going through hard times. Now, if you was a true member of the church, you'll understand how we work and how we give money to people that are struggling. I just delivered 40 meals today to our elderly. Huh? Huh? Last week, we cashed out people money to go pick up groceries. Apparently, well, do you, you need my, do you need my cash app, then? Do you need my cash? Boy, boy, you going to make me cuss. You ain't even tithing. So how you not tithing and think you I told you I had fell on bad times. Didn't I say I fell on bad times? You fell on bad times for three years? Hey, hey, you know, it takes longer for some people, okay? Why are you, ju- why are you judging me in opposed to trying to figure out how to cash app me because so I can get on? a member of my church. I don't know if you some scam artist trying to get money from the church, sir. I have never met you. I don't know you. Matter of fact, I'm about to call up the deacons to see who you are and why they would give my number to some boy to call me and ask me for some money. Hey, let me say this to you. If you don't cash app me, then I'm finna let all the members that I know you, I know our church ain't no mega church. You know, we got three, four hundred members. I already know. So, but but I would let every member know that you're not cash helping me to help me in a time of need. I will hey, do that. Hey, 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 Brother Thompson, you you can let them know. You can Facebook it, Instagram it. You can put it on that TikTok and tag me in it. I ain't giving you a dime. I don't know you. I ain't never heard of you. Matter of fact, you need to get off my phone. I got dinner with my wife about to go on, man, and I ain't got time to be going back and forth with you. I need to know who gave you my number so I can call them up and tell them don't be giving my my number out to some stranger who ain't been our church in two to three years and gonna ask me for some money, some cash out. Or if you don't get off this phone, who gave okay, you my uh, number? Okay, so let me ask you something. So so you know Deacon uh uh Marvin Dillard? I know Deacon Marvin, yeah. What about him? Do you know he listens to the radio every morning? Yeah. He's listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Pastor Hayes, you just got pranked by your boy Deacon Marvin. <laughs> Boy, see, and that's why Deacon Marvin about to get kicked off the board. Boy, you you got me out here in my yard. Yeah, my neighbors looking at me like I'm crazy. They know I'm a pastor on the block. Boy, you almost made me cuss. You can't be doing that during this time, man. Pastor, you all right, man? Man, I'm good, man. I'm good. Baby, baby everything good. My wife came out here, boy, and you ain't don't want her to set it off. <laughs> Uh, you don't want the first lady to go out. Okay. Man, man. Uh, but no, nah, we take care of our church, man. We feed them, send them money, man, deliver meals, man, make sure everybody good during good. this time. That's good, man. Hey, man, before we get off, you got to let me know. 2020, baby, what is the baddest, and I mean the baddest, radio show in the land? Man, this is Steve Harvey Morning Show with that ignorant nephew, Tommy. <laughs> <laughs> and there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. You got him going, Tommy. In God's Keeping name, you right. <laughs> I wanted to hear, Tommy, how long before he cussed? Because he was uh, right there. He I was right. He was I, I, you know what, Jay, and I pulled back. Yeah. I got to the line, pull and I back. said, I'm yeah. not going. Yeah. I pulled back. Coming up at the top of the hour, the strawberry letter subject I left in the middle of the night. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. It's time for uh, today's Strawberry Letter. And man, oh man, if you need advice on relationships, if you need advice on dating, work, sex, parenting, anything, and more, uh, submit your Strawberry Letter to steveharveyfm.com and click submit Strawberry Letter. Like how you slowed that down now, haven't you? (laughs) Click. <laughs> you need that, that K, way need that K on that. Uh, <laughs> right, Steve? Right? You want them to click 
submit strawberry letter, right? <laughs> no, I like how I like the way you say it. <laughs> <laughs> Click for the strawberry letter. Yes. Hit that button, hit that thing right there. <laughs> All right. Let's go. All right, buckle up. Hold on tight. Here she is. Share the strawberry with the strawberry letter. Thank you, Junior. Subject, I left in the middle of the night. Dear okay. Stephen Shirley, I need your honest advice here because I don't know how to handle this situation. I'm in my late 40s and in a good relationship with a man my age. We are well above the age of foolishness, but recently we had a big disagreement. I was staying at his house the other night and I got a call from my ex-husband who I still consider a friend. My ex-husband is still single and he lives alone. So when he called me at 2.30 a.m., I figured there had to be something serious going on and I needed to go and see about him. So I got up and was leaving to go help my ex-husband. My boyfriend got very upset with me and we got into a huge argument about it. I don't understand what the big deal is. I would help anybody. I may have shared too many details about my friendship with my ex-husband and I probably shouldn't have told him that my ex still has me listed as a beneficiary on his life insurance policy. Surely my man doesn't think I still want my ex-husband or vice versa. My man said he was only angry because it was a safety issue for me to leave at 2.30, but I know it's deeper than that. So now I'm second-guessing everything. Maybe I should have even, maybe I shouldn't have even answered the late-night phone call. Was I not supposed to go help my ex? What do you think? Please help. Okay. After he called at 2.30 a.m. and you ran off uh, to, as you say, go see about him, yes, your man definitely thinks you guys have something going on, okay, and that you guys still want each other. I mean, who does this? I don't get it. Who does that? Did your ex say something was wrong or seriously going on like you say in the letter? Uh, I'll ask it this way. What man is going to sit back and be okay with his woman running to another man at 2.30 in the morning? How does this make sense to you? This is a man who happens to be your ex-husband. I mean, does this really sound reasonable to you? Uh, he may have said that it was a safety issue with you, but it was way more than that, and, and probably that, too. As a matter of fact, if, if it was a safety issue, if he thought he should have gone along with you. Uh, I can guarantee you he's not upset about you uh, and the life insurance thing. That, that's not anything to, for him to be worried about because that's a good thing. Uh, it, it's about you getting up out of that bed and going over to your ex's house. That's it. That's all. Uh, let me ask you this. What if, what if you were, um, what, what were you going to do for your ex? Did he say, uh, he never, you never said what it was. You just never said, <laughs> you never said what it was. Help him do what? I mean, couldn't it wait until later in the morning? Otherwise, it just sounds like a booty call. That's it. I don't see how you don't see that. You're right. You shouldn't have answered the phone when you saw it was your ex-husband. You shouldn't have gone over there. It could have waited, whatever it was. Your man is right to be mad. Uh, if he was at your house and a woman called him at 2.30 in the morning, he got up to go see her. How would you feel? You would be mad just like he is. So um, I, I know you'd be highly upset and have a major attitude, okay? So uh, you were wrong. You should have stayed there and not answered the call, okay? And you're going to have to deal with this because your man, hopefully he'll forgive you, but I don't know. Steve? I can't believe this is written by a woman who's grown. Yeah. I left in the middle of the night. 
The name of this letter should be, uh-huh. How Stupid This Sound to You. Right. <laughs> That's the title of this letter. Yeah. Let's change this letter to How Stupid <laughs> This Sound to You. Shirley, I need your honest advice. And Steve, yeah, I'm glad you I'm glad you said honest advice. Because mm-hmm. how what the hell you finna get here? <laughs> Come on, bring it. Because I don't know how to handle this situation. I'm in my late 40s, get a good relationship with, with, with a man my age. We are above the age of foolishness. No, no, no. Stop right there. He is above the age of foolishness. <laughs> Thank you. You all up in foolishness. <laughs> but recently we had a big disagreement. I was staying at his house the other night. I got a call from my ex-husband, who I still consider a friend. <laughs> Problem number one. My ex-husband is still single. <laughs> Problem number two. What's the little noise? That's putting on the brakes. Uh-huh. <laughs> and he lives alone. <laughs> That's problem number three. <laughs> so he called me at 2.30 a.m. I figured there had to be something serious going on, and I needed to go see about him. So I got up and was leaving to help my ex-husband. The hell is wrong with you? Crazy. Let's go back to the title that I want to call this letter. How stupid <laughs> this sound to you. Yes. <laughs> we laying in bed. Phone rang. It's 2.30. You figure... Something seriously got to be wrong. So you sits up, you get dressed, and you going to see about your ex-husband. Mm. <sighs> 2.30 a.m. phone calls. It's prime booty time. Yeah. One more time. Prime booty time. Matter of fact, you on the back end of a booty call. Mm. 2.30 is late. Mm. The booty is in the process of having already answered the call. Wow. <laughs> we showering about now. <laughs> this is rinse off. showering. 2.30 <laughs> usually the big rinse off. The big rinse off. We'll be back with the rest of this. The hell right. you talking about? We'll have part two of Steve's response coming you up. You doggone right. <laughs> at 23 after the hour, <laughs> left in the middle of the night, or how stupid does this sound to you? You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, uh, come on, Steve. Uh, part two of your response to today's strawberry This woman strawberry got letter. a booty call at 2.30 in the morning, her, laying next to her new boyfriend. It's her ex-husband who is single and lives alone. Mm-hmm. And you figure something had to be seriously wrong at 2.30 in the morning. So you get up leading out your, your her boyfriend mad. What what he supposed to be? Mm. You getting up to answer what is we all know is a booty call. Shirley know that. <laughs> so why are we sitting up here trying to act like this ain't what it is? My boyfriend got very upset with me. We got into a huge argument about it. I don't understand what the big deal is. I would help anybody. Oh, so now you tricking. You would help anybody? So anybody that calls at 2.30, you willing to get up and help them? Let me explain something to you, lady. Let me just dig off in my past a little bit here. I done called a lot of women at 2.30 in the morning. And said? It ain't ever been nothing wrong. <laughs> okay. Ain't been nothing? Ever. You haven't been sick or it's not an mm-hmm. emergency? Not at 2.30. <laughs> if I call you at 2.30. It's going down. The only thing wrong with me is I'm lonely. <laughs> and you need them to come through. <laughs> I just need to be here. <laughs> I need some company. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I need somebody to put me to sleep. Hold me. I'm suffering from insomnia. 
I can't go to sleep, and you could be the big ass pill. Come rock a bye, baby, in the treetop. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. Come and put me to sleep. But at 2.30 in the morning, when a man call a woman, something's going on. Mm. Someone's on the phone. All right, Al. Three o'clock in the morning. Hey. Yeah. Talking about how she, she can, can make, make it, it right. right. Did you hear me? Al Green <laughs> sang about this phone yeah. call. Now, here you answering it, trying to figure out what the hell he mad about. Because Al Green is at your house. <laughs> I would help anybody. I may have shared too many details about my friendship with my ex-husband. Oh, so now you're running your mouth, too. Okay? And I probably shouldn't have told him. My ex still has me listed as a beneficiary on his life insurance policy. Oh, well, maybe that was it. Maybe you was going over there to make sure you steal the beneficiary. <laughs> but he called her. Yeah. Well, but see, but in order to make sure you the beneficiary, you got to provide benefits. Oh. See, to get the beneficiary, you got to be the benefit. You understand? Uh-huh. See, that's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm. Surely, surely my man doesn't think I still want my ex-husband or vice versa. Why would you not? Mm. He done put you on the policy. Mm-hmm. This the, He the epitome of sugar daddy. I'm your sugar daddy now and when I'm gone. Oh, man. Hello. Hello. This is, as a matter of fact, your ex-husband falls into the category of super sugar daddy. You better dig deep, boy. Yeah, I'm all in this here thing. Uh-huh. Yes, you are, sir. And see, so now, if you got a sugar daddy that's a super sugar daddy that can provide sugar living and gold, you got to get over there and provide benefit so you can be, remain the beneficiary. Woo! That's what you need to do. Mm. Now, my man said he was only angry because it was a safety issue for me to leave at 2.30. You're damn right it was a safety issue for you to leave at 2.30. The damn safety issue was he might lose you to the man with all these damn policies. (laughs) This man got insurance policies. But I know it's deeper than that. Let me see what this say now. Maybe I shouldn't even have answered the late night phone call. Well, maybe you shouldn't. Nope. Nope. Was I not supposed to go help my ex? Nope. What do you think? Exactly. Let's talk about the help you Mm -hmm. probably provided once you. Okay. Break it down, Steve. Break it down. He's locked out of his house. Mm -hmm. Uh oh. And why do you have a key? He's sick, and only you can make him better. It's 2.30 in the morning. Mm -hmm. He done got some bad news. And now here you come to hold him, console him, shape and mold him. (laughs) You better make a song out of this. (laughs) Now, 2.30. Come on. In the morning, (laughs) somebody just can't sleep. He picks up the phone and he called on me. And I went out the door just a skippy. <laughs> Happy oh, am I? About to go out the door. I, got, I bought both eyes. I'm about to give him some more. Cause I'm a 
beneficiary. <laughs> beneficiary. I about to used to be married. I used to be married. And now I gotta go and take care of my beneficiary status. And I want him. Uh-huh. He's leaving money oh. when it ain't no more heal. <laughs> he got me now. And I get it then. So I go over, open up and let him in. <laughs> All right, listen, we got to get out of here. Email us, Instagram us your thoughts on today's strawberry letter at Steve Harvey FM. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, guys, before we went to break, I asked this question. Do you hold a grudge toward any family member? So uh, have have you guys written off relatives or your entire family because of what a person did because you're holding a grudge, Junior? Mm. <laughs> Me? Yeah, you. Hold grudges? <laughs> no. <laughs> I love my sister. <laughs> There's nothing wrong here. Everything Come is on, great. Come on, Junior, tell it to us. Tell it to us, dog. Hell yeah, hold grudges. <laughs> Holding one right now. What yeah. happened, Junior? Yeah, I love you, Dad. I really do. Uh-huh. But your friend's probably going to call you in a minute. <laughs> now, I'm you know, not going to on say. there talking about you. Yeah. Don't you get know. in trouble. Don't get yourself in trouble. How? I'm grown, Sherry. <laughs> I know. Okay, but I'm telling you, with grown my time. Yeah. No, Carla, with my time and money going into this, Uh-oh. I should Uh-oh. be able to say what I want to say if I'm helping a family member. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. Am I right or wrong, huh? Can you Hell say that? Yeah, you doggone. Make right. it clear. Make it plain. Hey, you know Make what I'm saying? Plain. So therefore what it is. Yes, scared. I took my daddy truck back. Daddy. <laughs> Hell. <laughs> Bet your ass walking now, ain't you? Did <laughs> she gonna lie on me? Whoa, it just No, no, since she gonna lie on me. Yeah. Took my daddy truck back. Yeah, sure did. There it is. Bet your phone ringing now. So if you, next thing you say going to be the truth. Yeah. Yes, I changed the bank account. There it is. Yes. Let it out. Yeah. With, each, with no. each grudge, he gets hey. louder, though. Have yeah. you noticed yeah. that? Yeah. Let it out. Don't hold yeah. it in. Stop yes. encouraging him, Steve. No, yeah. that's yeah. awesome. No, I ain't paying the rent. Yeah. There it is. So, hey. I feel better. How about y'all? How long you been holding this, Junior? About three months. Waiting on this question. So glad Carla put this in the show. <laughs> what if they're gonna? What if they hear you? Do you think I Come give on. a damn? Come on. <laughs> no, for real. I don't That's understand. That's what radio is for. Thank you, Unc. <laughs> to is, be heard. You know what, Unc? This is so rejuvenating. <laughs> I didn't even know. It's not rejuvenating. Man, I've been bogged down. It's out. called therapeutic, Junior. Man, you having therapy. Man. Let it out. I do man. it all the time. Yeah. All these lies. No, I wouldn't come see my daddy. You'll know you're a damn liar, but I I've been there. Yeah. But I'm here now, though. Right what, there. What has happened? I don't know. Y'all know That's what's going right. on. Shut up. Don't be crazy. Don't act. Get the ass, Junior. Don't act. <laughs> I, just yeah. think, I just didn't think you'd say it like this. What? On Why the I wouldn't live. say it? I, mean, I couldn't wait for Carla to put this in the show. I, I've been waiting on this break. <laughs> Do you hold for how many months? Three. <laughs> say it, Hell. Let it out. Hell. Steve, you're not Yes. Helping. No, you, I ain't trying. Yes, you didn't helping. tell me you was taking this money. Uh-oh. Yes. Hell no, I ain't say that. 
Uh-uh. Woo! Oh, thank you, Lord. You know they're going you know to call you. Do you think I give yes, a damn? Once us. again, call me. Call you us. ain't been calling. By time. Call. I've been trying to talk. Ain't yeah. nobody want to talk. Coming up, more of the Steve Harvey Morning Show right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, it's time for something it funny now. It is time now. for something <laughs> funny. What you got, Jay? I got something, a list. We all got some. Uh-huh. Just let you know right away when it ain't none of your damn business. <laughs> yeah. You might see it. Yeah. But it ain't none of your business. But it ain't your business. Let it go. Let it go. What you keep looking for? Oh, you for? know what you see, uh-huh. but it ain't your business. For instance. Now, Shirley. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh-huh. You are going to have to do some of these. <laughs> now, we have written some out for you. Because you're not good at this. You don't like this because you're bullshit. But listen yeah, to me, this is real black and life. I want you to read them. This is really going on in people's lives. I want you to read at least two of these all of you and are. read it like you mean it. Okay, all right. Um, all right, if you see someone open the exit door, uh-huh. okay, you're at the movies, and they let nine people in the theater. Yeah. Oh, come on. No, no, that's your business. That's your business. That's your business. That's your business. You and your seat. They ain't asked you to get up. <laughs> yeah. Movie's starting. The movie's okay, look losing here. money. You got one. You got one. Look here. If you hanging out with some white folks at the park, uh-huh. and they hear something and walk through the woods, <laughs> let me tell you something. That ain't got nothing to do with that you. Ain't got to do. That ain't none of your ass in the woods. Don't you go in there. Now that <laughs> I agree with. Don't you go in there. All right, all right, we heard right, something. Let me have one. Let me have one. Let me okay. have one. All right, your homeboy. Y'all been boys for years. Yeah. Okay. Tight. Y'all tight. Yeah. He, just hang out tight. Yeah. All of a sudden, you see him hanging out, hugged up with another dude. That, that ain't your damn business. That ain't your business. Walk off. Business, man. You That's walk off. You ain't, like that. you ain't seen none of that. You got to be careful. <laughs> yeah. You ain't your business. <laughs> Don't say anything. No. Uh, all right, Jay, well, what about this then? Uh-huh. If you see someone at the drive-thru, uh-huh. take the money and put it in his pocket. That ain't none of your damn business. You as just, long as you get your food. You just get your food. You got to call the police. No, you don't. No, no. you don't. Oh, my no. God. You drive off from that window. No. You don't know what he going through. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. You don't know what's happening. No, That's that ain't your business. Right. That ain't your business. That ain't your business at all, man. No. If you in line. Uh-huh. At the amusement park. Right. Okay, yeah. And somebody cut the line uh-huh. behind you. <laughs> yeah. That ain't your damn business. <laughs> Come up here in front of me. It's your business. But you cut, you see him cut right there, like they right behind you. That ain't your damn business. Right to cut right. the line. That's, your That's not right, you guys. It's not your business, oh, man. Let me tell you something. You got one? If you with your wife. Uh-huh. And see your girlfriend with another man? Uh huh. That really ain't your damn business. That's you not your business. Keep your mouth no, you, you got yeah, you, yeah. You, you, you can't say nothing about that. You shouldn't say nothing about it. You're that. not gonna say anything. Not a thing. Uh-uh. Not, not no. now. I wouldn't bring it up. No. <laughs> you're not gonna look. Would be a good time. Side eye her. You're nothing. You're in the grocery store. <laughs> you see somebody go over to the grapes and they eat about. Say four handfuls of grapes. <laughs> a, a pound. A pound. <laughs> they eat a complete. Oh, that's wrong. They eat a pound of grapes. Uh, yeah. <laughs> they just sit there yeah. eating grapes. Jay, they, they, that ain't none of your damn business. How is that your wrong, business? Jay? How is that's that? That's stealing. That is not stealing. No, that's not stealing. That's grapes. <laughs> 
How about this, Jay? What you got? You at the bank. Uh-huh. And you at the window, and the man next to you at the window, if you see him slide the note to the teller, <laughs> hey, hey, that ain't none of your damn That's business. That's right. Hey, give me my 20s I asked for, and let me go get out the door. And get yeah, him out of here. Get out of here. Okay. Yes, All right. Yes. I'm with you on that. Yes. Okay. Yeah, All right. You in, you in the coffee place, right? You're sitting mm-hmm. there, okay. and you see somebody get a handful of them sugars. Mm-hmm. Just a handful. Two in each hand, two handfuls, the packs. Uh-huh. Put them in their pocket. That ain't your business. How does that bother you? <laughs> it don't bother you. I'm diabetic anyway. I, I ain't supposed to have that much. That's too many sugars. That's not your yeah. Yeah. Ah, yeah. Too much. Yeah. If you in the gym. Uh-huh. Yeah. And you see somebody working out with a trainer. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And the trainer tell them to do 15 reps. <laughs> Uh-huh. And he walk off, <laughs> and they don't do but six. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that ain't that ain't your no, I'm uh-uh. I gotta tell. That ain't your damn business. Hey, that ain't no, your business. No, that's not honest. It ain't got nothing to do you with you. Being honest. <laughs> All right, more of this crazy ignorant show, Steve Harvey Morning Show. Right after this, you're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Dan Brown for the Steve Harvey Morning Show. Man in the Street. Very simple question. The question is, what is your favorite Christmas song? Joy to the World. Jingle Bells. Oh, Holy Night. Silent Night. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Mali Kalikimaka. Could you sing that for me? Oh, no. <laughs> Silent Night. Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer. Grandma Got Run Over by Reindeer. Rudolph the Red Riddles Reindeer. Sing a little bit for me. No. <laughs> Uh, Merry Christmas, Happy Holidays by NSYNC. Jingle bells, jingle bells, jingle bells are rock. Jingle bell rockin' away. Merry Christmas, pretty baby. Merry Christmas, pretty baby by Charles Brown. What's your favorite Christmas song? Santa Baby. I like that one. Joy to the World. Silent Night. A Holy Night. Santa Claus went to the ghetto. Chestnuts Roasting. Christmas Carol. <laughs> I like the Mariah Carey one. The question today is, what is your favorite Christmas song? Man, Feliz Navidad. Feliz Navidad. Rocking around the Christmas tree. Like Hang all the mistletoe, I'm gonna get to know you better. What's the name of that one? This Christmas fireside blazing bright. Rudolph the Red Nosed Reindeer. Can you sing a little bit? No. It's Christmas. Sing it. Oh, no. <laughs> Michael Jackson, I saw Mommy kissing Santa Claus. Can you sing it? Mm. <laughs> White Christmas. Um, The one from uh, Charlie Brown Christmas. The, uh... Christmas tree? Or no, that's not it, is it? No, it's the other one. It's the, uh, is that, that is it? My favorite Christmas song is Santa Claus Comes to the Ghetto by Snoop Dogg and Nate Dogg. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, you, sir, said you don't like watching your beautiful grandkids. And they are beautiful. They are. And why? What is that about, Steve? I don't like watching them. (laughs) What is that about? I don't have a lot of time. Sitting up in here, I always got to tell them something. Boy, get down off of there. (laughs) Stop pulling her hair. Why y'all arguing? Papa Rose won't let me. Well, your baby, you don't need to. (laughs) Sitting up in here. But I don't like Peppa Pig, ugly-ass cartoon. Like the fam-looking pig sitting up in here. Papa, let's watch Peppa Pig. Papa don't like Peppa Pig. You understand? Papa like watching Sports Center and CNN and Netflix. That's what I'm going to watch. Papa, I want a drink of that. You can't drink, McCallum, little girl. And don't ask me no damn more. 
sick of all this shit. Where is Marjorie? That's why they be having me watching that pop We want a bedtime story. Your papa don't know no damn thing. <laughs> yes, you do. You know I a fairy know tale. No, I don't Steve, you're know. You're the greatest storyteller I, I know. But they don't be. They ain't none that kids supposed to hear. Do, do they leave the kids with you? Like like leave the house and just just yeah. Leave you it? know they'll go to no booze or something. And they know I don't want to go there. And they'll watch. Okay, watch your kids. So I don't put them in the movie theater room. I got uh-huh. the big screen on. I got cartoons. Yeah. I mean, little movies, you know, The Incredibles and uh-huh. all this here. Uh-huh. And they want to talk and ask questions all like through the damn movie. Steve. <laughs> yeah. Now I leave them in there, and then they'll come in here, Papa or Emily dying. Who is Emily? <laughs> you don't know none of these people. Dog, I don't know none of these people right here. I don't like none of them. And then my Please. kids mad because I done bought all of them iPads and stuff. <laughs> Dad, we don't want our children raised on iPad. Quit dropping them off over here. <laughs> what they need an iPad for? They need somebody to talk to other than me. And Steve, aren't your kids, aren't your grandkids vegan or something? Aren't there yeah, two of them vegan? That's uh-huh. another thing what? coming in here. Carly left uh, BJ with me one time. Aww, that's uh, healthy, uh-huh. though. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, well, he came in my office. I was eating some ribs. And so <laughs> I gave ribs. him, you know, and he was just overjoyed. He was biting into the, His eyes got big. He kept looking at this it. Then he, good. Eat, then he eat it a little bit more. Then he looked at it. Then he eat a little bit more. Carly came in here. Daddy, what did you give him? I said, eating the rib. He don't eat meat. I said, yes, he do. <laughs> <laughs> he eat it right now. Oh, God. We don't it. do that at our house. You ain't at your house. <laughs> <laughs> Quit coming in here asking me, man. <laughs> Babysit. Raise these kids. Watch these kids. I watch these kids like I want to. <laughs> How long they been in the water? They, until they look like prunes. <laughs> Hi, Steve. Coming up, closing remarks. Right after this. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. All right, Steve, here we are. Our last break of the day. It's the last break of the day. (laughs) Yes, it is. (laughs) What are you doing? (laughs) It's been a good day, though. A good day. Oh, you weren't? No. Uh, We're so used to it now. I know. Okay. Uh, Let me do this. You know, um, hey, uh, I got I got something I want to share with you all today. Okay. Um, you know, today when I woke up this morning, I had uh because it was Super Bowl weekend and we were in Miami, I didn't do my usual meditation every morning. And I missed about three days in a row of my early morning meditation. I always get up. It's something I've been doing for a little while now. I started it last uh summer. And I very rarely miss a day. I've been very, very happy about that. But the benefit of it is it gives me a a moment alone before the hectic part of the day begins and before the phone starts ringing and before I, you know, I used to wake up and look at my emails and my texts and get started. And I stopped doing that. And uh, it has been a big refresher for me and my life because I just felt like I was starting my day wrong I needed to have some spirituality brought into my life first thing in the morning. And I found that ever since this summer, that's been a very, very important aspect. It's been very calming for me. It has been very, uh, very invigorating. It has helped me change the way a lot of my days start. 
But that alone time that I spend having my spiritual moment uh, with my creator is the way I've chosen to do it. I want to tell you all something. If you haven't tried that, give it a try. Uh, It's something about the early morning hours before you start hearing traffic and before you turn the TV on or answer emails or texts. It's something about the quiet of early morning before the house starts moving around and plates clanging and stuff like that and doors shutting. It's an amazing time to get in touch with your spirituality. And I suggest just give it a try. You know, uh, it it may not be for you. It it may not. I don't I don't know you, uh, but it happens a lot. I was reading a scripture once, uh, doing this thing, and it and it and it was saying, and I'm paraphrasing it because it's showing what it said exactly. But I will come with you in the early mornings and hear your cry, and so it has been very beneficial to me. And this morning, in particular. After spending about three days not doing it, today I sat down and all I did in my journal, uh, because I have a Bible, I have a daily devotional, I have a journal. All I did in my journal this morning was I began to write out everything I could think of that I wanted to thank him for. I just put a list of things I was grateful for. And the next thing I know, I had filled up two pages. I mean, two complete pages in my journal. You know, now it's not a piece of notebook paper, you know, that go on a three ring binder, but it's, it's a substantial piece of paper. And I filled it up because I was just, I couldn't stop writing. And I was writing everything. I thanked him for safe passage in the airways. I thanked him for my children's health. I thanked him for guidance. I started thanking him for everything that he's done for me that I pray about and the things that that he's done for me that I don't pray about. I thank him for my breath. I thanked him for my measure of health. I thanked him for being able to have a lifestyle beyond my dreams. I was thanking him for... uh, the ability to dress myself. I was thanking him for uh, uh, for meeting people, uh, for taking on the mantra of 2020, 2020 of no complaints. I just decided in 2020 I didn't want to complain. So I, I've cut back on that. I haven't stopped completely. You know, I catch myself every now and then, but I've been so far, I've cut down on complaining drastically. And I thanked him for that because instead of complaining, Whenever I feel like I want to complain about something, I find a way to be grateful. I find something to be grateful for. So I've I've replaced complaining with gratitude. Wow. Wow. What a game changer. What an amazing mental state that puts you in. If you could exchange complaining for gratitude, gratitude is a very, very uh, underrated principle of success. Not many people talk about it, but the more grateful you are, the more things God will give you to be grateful for. The more grateful you are, the more things God God will give to you to be grateful for. That's a fact. 
That's a fact. And so I'm suggesting to everybody, get up a little bit earlier and spend 20 minutes, 15 minutes. Let's start there. The more you can do, the better. But if you could start with 10 quiet minutes with just you and you and God, and I don't care what faith you're in, just you and God, just spend some time talking with him, thanking him, telling him what you want, telling him what you need, ask him for the help that you want. But tell him you love him and tell him, you, and, and tell him you're trying to get it right and you need some help and, and tell him what you want and thank him. It's an amazing way to start your day. Just give it a thought, y'all. That's all. Those are my closing remarks. Um, y'all have a great weekend. All right. Cool. Y'all have all a great right. weekend. Thank you. For all Steve Harvey contests, no purchase necessary, void where prohibited. Participants must be legal U.S. residents at least 18 years old unless otherwise stated. For complete contest rules, visit steveharveyfm.com. You're listening to the Steve Harvey Morning Show. 